episode 31. Today's going to be a double episode. Instead of five minutes, it's going to be exactly 10 minutes. And for no reason that I can voice, I'm going to do this from time to time. The last handful of episodes have had kind of like a, a main theme all the way through, something I wanted to say specifically uh, that then carried on throughout the five to seven minutes. Um, however, I'm going to go back to the episodes of old and open up my notes. Again, my notes app is, you know, not the app, but the actual file is labeled Pirate Parrot Fight. Uh, and here are some things that I've written down over the last couple of months. The first thing literally says, when a burp tastes like something you haven't eaten in years. Uh, this happened to me, obviously, which is why I wrote it down. Uh, and it's confounding to me. Um, I don't exactly understand it. Oftentimes, stuff tastes like salami or deli meats in a burp situation. And I obviously don't eat those things ever. Um, but anyway, that's a note that I had. Uh, Christmas songs. I'm a huge fan of rocking around the Christmas tree. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock also is a spectacular song. Um, also, uh, Dreaming of a White Christmas. I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's those are probably my top three. Ways to stick it to AI. Oftentimes I find when I'm listening to YouTube Music, which is the music app that I listen to, a song will come up that I have previously given a thumbs up to or that I've enjoyed, but I'll skip it. Only because I want to throw off AI's algorithm. You know, I don't want it to feel like it knows too much about me. Not today, robot. Um, but when I do that, I actually, because I'm a human being, I feel bad for some reason, like as if I hurt AI's feelings. Like it was just trying to suggest music that it thinks that I like. Um, so I kind of like in my head, I'm thinking like the AI is reacting to my choice. Like, oh, what? I thought you like a John Mayer. Here's one. Uh, staying up later isn't hard. This is what I literally what I wrote down. Staying up later isn't harder when we get older because our bodies get more tired or worn down or whatever. Uh, it's because we place less value on those hours. Like we've been there. We've done that. The experience of like hanging out past 11 p.m. now is like whatever. <laughs> I don't know. That's just a thought that I had the other day. Um, tech makes things so much faster. Another note. So we should have more time to chill, right? That's something that I wrote down the other day. Um, but why isn't this the case? Like, no one's chilling. It feels like we're just, ex you know, we're doing more than ever. So, like, why has the default been to replace uh, what should now be free time? Because a lot of our efforts and stuff has been replaced by, you know, simplicity and convenience of, you know, the copy and paste of technology. Why have we replaced that with now more, ex more work and higher expectations? Uh, I think that's a, a weird concept to me. Um, fancy grilled cheese and ski resort prices. Soph and I were at Sugarbush uh, up in Vermont, and I went to get a sandwich there, and it was like $7 or seven fifty for just a grilled cheese. And it wasn't fancy. It literally was just um, grilled cheese. <laughs> and uh, I thought, like, while I did enjoy it, you know, I think – the vast majority of grilled cheeses I've ever had have been really good. Um, like that was obviously obviously an exorbitant price. I've always thought it would be kind of funny if like, uh, you know, <laughs> the idea of like this guy, he comes over from uh, the old country and he's got this, you know, centuries long family recipe for the best grilled cheese in the world. And he comes here to America and he wants to sell it, but it, it's so spectacular, he's got to charge extra for it. And, you know, everyone's saying, no one's going to pay that much for a grilled cheese. Come on, man. I don't care how good it is. No one's going to pay uh, $10 for a grilled cheese. 
So in order to be able to sell his grilled cheeses at the value that he thinks that they deserve, he d- decides to open up a ski resort. <laughs> this is more of like a funny uh, pilot episode of television idea. Um, but he, he opens a ski resort so that he can sell his grilled cheeses uh, at the cafeteria at the ski resort. Um, this next note literally just says, my friend's mom was the umpire. Uh, I don't know what prompted it. We were watching SNL maybe or something. But um, this memory of when I was eight and I was playing Little League Baseball and I <clears throat> got a, I really shellacked this ball and I run out of the, the batter's box and I, I cross past first and I, I spin past second base and I go sliding into third base and I knew that I was safe. I was 100% sure that I was safe. Uh, and the umpire calls me out. And I lose my mind. I used to have no control over my emotions in regards to Little League Baseball. And now while I still am very passionate about Little League Baseball, um, less so, obviously, because I'm a full-grown man, um, when I was eight, I had no control over my my tear ducts and my eyes in regards to baseball games. So I get called out, and I instantly lose my mind. I'm sure I probably threw my helmet and stuff. And the worst part about this is that I was yelling at the ump, but the umpire was, like I said in the original note, the umpire was my friend's mom. Now, we're over five minutes here, but I'm actually going to keep going because I'm having fun with this one. I told a story a long time ago about how I played a prank on somebody but, uh, who I didn't like because um, they played a prank on me about sending me, you know, Republican uh, mailers and stuff. That was both great pranks. My prank was uh, <clears throat> I donated to a bunch of charities in his name that I thought that he would hate. So, and I think I also may have mentioned that it may have eventually been a prank on me because they kept asking me for more money and I kept donating. But what I didn't say in that story was how one, there was one time I was looking at my credit card bill and I saw that I had a charge for, this is exactly what it said, girls, etc. And it was lowercase g. It was as scammy looking and as you know, you fill in the blanks looking as possible. It literally was G-I-R-L-S, girls, etc. E-T-C dot. And it took me forever to figure out what on earth I would have paid girls, etc. $50 for. I then realized it was for the charity, Girls, Inc. Why it comes up on your credit card as girls, etc. And not Girls, Inc. Charity, um, normal thing. Uh, not prostitution, why it doesn't come up as that, I do not understand. I heard recently or saw on the internet, I don't know, there are people that are walking this earth um, who I define as non-playable characters. They are people who don't have the running um, monologue within their head, you know, thinking, decision-making, running back ideas to themselves, um, that they don't have that, people don't have that ability, some people. Blows my mind, that's a huge part of my being. But does that also mean that they can't, these people, does that mean that they can't get songs stuck in their head Um, because that seems like a major part of the human existence is having that 80s pop tune from that television show stuck in your head uh, and singing it to your friends and them not knowing what it is Uh, or for me it's Hotel California a bunch too I don't know why now that I'm getting into my mid-30s here I'm starting to really appreciate nicer clothing I want to point out I own a very little amount of it uh, but I am starting to appreciate what I did not appreciate the first three decades of my life which is outfits um but also not just like how you look, but what statement many outfits can actually make. And the one I specifically want to talk about is the statement of uh, a tucked in T-shirt with belt, everything. 
Now, there are maybe the, a few different sects of people that can, that not, I was going to say pull it off, but maybe not pull it off, but do it. Um, I do it, and I don't pull it off, but I enjoy it. I think many dads do it um, with shorts, but I'm specifically, I'm specifically saying like jeans. So you have a tucked in t-shirt with jeans, and that might be it. I've seen some kids do it, and they don't know any better, so you can't hold, them against, hold it against them. <laughs> All right, I'm really going for a long episode this time for no good reason. Um, another note that I wrote down, which is what made it a note, was adding things to my to-do list that weren't originally on the list after I've done them. Um, I know that seems like a super loser thing to do, but oftentimes I will find myself on a day where I'm trying to check things off a list, and I end up doing something that's not on the list that wasn't easy but had to get done. And it does seem fair in the score that I'm keeping of my life with myself uh, to add things to a list in order to check them off immediately. You know, again, this list is for no one but me. I'm the only one that sees it. But I feel as though I probably am not the only person that does that. So if you do it, I stand with you, brother, sister. Um, to wrap this one up, something I want to think, want you to think about is how many times do you think you've seen, you've seen the same bird? Um, also... I am just joshing around with the idea of having some people on as guests onto the podcast. Um, a lot of people do that. It's kind of like the standard podcast thing. But I specifically want you to come on only if you have a recipe that you want to talk about on the podcast. Um, I'm sure that eventually maybe you, you, know, you tell a story or something too, but I am only specifically passionate about you coming on if you have a recipe to talk about. Um, and I'm not talking about recipes for success. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about food recipes. So if you have a recipe you want to talk about, shoot me a message and uh, we'll make it happen.